In this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about slaughtering former students, drinking your own pee, avoiding committing genocide, appreciating Star Wars, and doing everything terribly with Beth Revis, author of Across the Universe. That was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Everything is terrible. Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast. Oh, should it be a podcast? <laughs> no, it shouldn't. A terrible podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire, and today we're talking to author Beth Revis. Yeah, it's not at all terrible. It's not terrible at all. It's per wonderful. Oh. Oh. So, what an excellent bonus episode this is going to be. I'm so excited. Everyone, yes. Beth Revis has joined us for this Hi, bonus episode. Hi, thank you for having me. Yay, thanks so much for joining us. We can't tell you how much we enjoy your books. It's... Not often that you get good outer space books, and that's our favorite type of sci-fi, so yes. yay! Me too! <laughs> yay! Yes. Yay! I, th- I can't remember how many times we've used the phrase, good sci-fi. I know, when you have the to... the past two, oh. three weeks. Yes. Oh. Yes. yes. Thank you. Good sci-fi. Oh. We love good sci-fi. <laughs> oh, so we're going to start out with Would You Rather, and this one ends a little weird. It's a little weird, listeners, because... Beth's episode is just extra special bonus, and so we're going to pick our favorite Would You Rathers from all of the Across the Universe books, and we're going to force her to answer them. So all right. It's going to be fine, right? It's yeah, fine. totally. It's yeah. I love how we'll just fine. force her, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm just like a golden retriever, like, okay, this is great. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Holding up a fake leak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Claire, do you want to ask the first question that we're going to ask her? It's so weird because we don't have statistics for these. I know. I'm like, on social media, no. No. Not this week. No. No, not this week. Extra special. Extra special. I love extra special. You know, I'm really sad about the one from A Million Sons being, like, censored on TikTok. Oh makes me man. sad. Oh. Because apparently we were violently cursing with Frex with Frex and Shite and they were like, No, no, no. You can't say those words on TikTok, but we didn't even say I it. I don't think it'll have been Frex. I think it'll have been Shite. Yeah. However, I have I have very recently got wrong for not saying it with a Scottish accent that I should be saying it with. Uh, well. Maybe we should have had the Scottish accent in it. Everything still is better time. with a Scottish accent. <laughs> Everything's shite. Everything. It's all shite. All right. Anyway. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of repeating the word shite in my head all the time. Sorry, it's just kind just of like me. Just constantly say it. It's constantly fine. saying it right now. It's fine. Anywho, we didn't ask this on social media. We're just going to ask each other. Yay. Would you rather leave your parents cryogenically frozen and never see them again or unfreeze them and ruin their dreams of Connelly... <laughs> and ruin their dreams of Connelly... I can't see. <laughs> colonizing. Colonizing a new planet. My God, that was trash. <laughs> you, you get the gist. 
So what are you going to do? Um, the appropriate shite right now. I, I would wake up one parent and then see. I, would, I wouldn't do it both at the same time. I would wake up one and be like, hey, you cool with this? And then make them make this other decision. <laughs> so if you were Amy, which parent would you wake up? Uh, if I were Amy, I would wake up the dad first because he's just military. Like the mom is science and she could actually contribute something. But dad's only contributing guns. So I would wake him up first. All she wants is daddy cuddles. It's all she wants. She does. But you know what? But then he ends up shite. Yeah, I was going to say, that dad is frexing shite. And yep. I was not sad when he died. I was angry with him At within all. five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> Dude, you're an asshole. Yeah, he was, he was the worst. <laughs> he was the worst. Well, I mean, if you think about it, he was the worst all the way in chapter one. Because that was the kind of choice that you should not spring on a girl, like, immediately. No. They should have talked about this. Like, a real family would have had a family meeting on this instead of like, oh, here's your mom on a slab. Okay, time for you to make a choice. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. He was shite from the start. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh. This is what we said, though. He he gets built up and built up to be just this cuddly dad. You know, he's going to look after his little girl. But no. Asshole. Oh, and the whole time. I mean, that's what every girl thinks about their dad, though. Yeah, he was. He was super oh. racist. And, oh, oh, he's the worst. But the whole time she was like, no, my dad would never do anything terrible or immediately want to murder everyone and be super racist. It's terrible. I don't think you can become a colonel in, like, the military and not be a bit of a dick. <laughs> you know, do what's necessary and those decisions are not going to be favorable. Those are hard decisions to make. Yeah, but you don't you don't have to be like the worst human in the world to make bad de- or to make important decisions. You can yeah. you can be less terrible than he was. Well, yes. <laughs> Slightly less. That's yes. always an option. <laughs> I mean, we'll keep that as option C, but I can imagine, you know, they've, they've had to pick strong military leaders to go and colonize. That's Why can't like, you say that I, word? It's hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> To settle on a new planet, <laughs> and they're gonna have to make you know there's there's going to be death, there's going to be potential violence. You don't know what you're gonna find there. There's gonna be a lot of hard decisions. They're not gonna pick the lovely, fluffy Captain America style person, are they? If only they could pick Captain America. That would be just nice. For the abs. What's the ass, actually? Because he's American. Yeah, ass. <laughs> it's like there's a B in that abs. That he's he's there. a centaur. <laughs> he will be centauri Earth's ass. <laughs> he will be. Mm-hmm. He needs to be. Right. Um, so when the movie gets made, can we yes. age Elder up and have Chris Evans be Elder? Mm. Just just for the ass. He's not mono ethnic enough. Yeah, he's a he could white. be Elder and be an asshole, and he could be unhappy. No. <laughs> or Orion. Look, I love happy. Orion. I would be fine with him. Except for the non-mono-ethnicity stuff. But I love Orion. I love him. I'm sad that he was freezer-burned and melted and turned into goo. 
doesn't was, make good barbecue. Yeah. Made me sad. It had to be done. Well, I was going to blind him from the start um, because that's what happened in the myth of Orion in the Constellation story. So I was like, there's my nod to my little astronomy nerds. And then I just melted him all the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It started with just the eyes and then it just kept going. Can that be an, can that be a brand new would you rather Melted question? him all the way. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather be blind or melted all the way? I mean, definitely fine. <laughs> that would be fine. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so sad about him being melted all the way. Um, Claire, how did well, how did we answer this one? I think we said we wanted we didn't want to ruin anyone's dreams, right? Yeah, we were leave them crazy. We were going to leave them frozen. Plus, I mean, what 16-year-old doesn't want to be without the parents and, you know, get with shenanigans? Yeah, I mean, she, True. It, would, it would be more awkward for her to, you know, make out with Elder, with her parent right there. Because you know the parent would, like, but be... They could go in the other room. No, they're, they're always there together, <laughs> apparently. There's no other rooms on the spaceship. Godspeed is small. It's not enormous. There's no nowhere else for them no to go. hiding. And it's just Amy going, but mom. <laughs> oh. It's okay, dear. Are you using protection? It's not the season yet, mom. It's not the season. <laughs> oh, the season. Yikes, that. Where did that come from? Because that was yikes. Um, so I was a teacher at the time that I was writing this in high school. And it's a very small rural high school. Nothing to do. Except, except the obvious mm -hmm. and one day i was um talking to my friend in the hall and i was like there has to be something in the water to make all these kids get knocked up and then i was like oh there's something in the water and that <gasps> became my <part of> book <laughs> excellent there we go excellent yeah. art imitate life which imitates art yes. true true it's fantastic also fun fact every named character that dies in the books was a former student Really? Yeah, I just slaughtered him. <laughs> nice. I did. I did read an interview. Um, I don't even. Know, I don't remember which interview it was now. But um, they they you were asked who you would kiss, and you said that you would kiss Harley, but then you didn't want to kiss Harley because Harley was based on one of your students, and that would be gross. Yeah, yeah. I, originally, Harley um, was the only one that I consciously made based on a student, because I had a student who was really a beautiful artist. Her name is actually Charlie, and it was a girl. Um, but she's a beautiful artist, made gorgeous prints. I have a, I'm looking this way because I have it over here, a floor-to-ceiling, like, portrait of koi fish that she painted. And that's where the whole koi fish thing came from. She literally painted it, and it was gorgeous. Um, and then I had to kill her in the story, in the story, not in real life. Um, and then I also had a student... Um, who who just drove me up the wall and for therapy i was like i'm going to kill him <laughs> and it, this was before the book was sold this was before i had an agent i never knew if this book was going to sell and when it did sell i pulled the student aside and i was like hey i killed you like a lot in a really gross way and he was just like he just kind of blinked at me he's like cool and then all the kids started begging me to kill them and so from then on i just killed them all <laughs> Line up, kids. I love yeah. that. Here we go. 
that's one reason why I had to have one of the decks explode in a million suns because I had that many kids being like, kill me, kill me. I'm like, it's a lot of people to kill. Okay. All right. You're Who exploding. wants to be eaten by a pterodactyl? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, those pterodactyls. Was... Do you know, the, the we read a book last year called Hot Pterodactyl Boyfriend. Amanda knows where I'm going with this. And every time I was reading the pterodactyl scenes, especially when Dr. Gupta was getting eaten alive, and I was like, all I can see is this hot pterodactyl boyfriend, who is purple, by the way, eating this poor doctor alive. And I'm like, this is just a mashup I don't need in my brain right now. That is not a good That's a different kind of eating. Yeah, I was doing the washing up at the time. This is not what you need when you're busy scrubbing pasta sauce. (laughs) Was was the pterodactyl wearing a tiny backpack like uh Of course. Like you gotta of read course. Hot Pterodactyl Boyfriend, okay? Or you, just go and listen to our I... episode. Oh, yes. Or just listen, listen to, to okay. the episode. I will just better. listen to the episode for sure. <laughs> Nobody needs to read that book. That book was weird. <laughs> we've we've taken one for the team reading that book. We really did. But the sad thing was like we hated it so much that we enjoyed it by the end because it was just so weird yes yes the best book clubs are the ones where you hate the book yeah yeah (laughs) oh man that one that was i i didn't even think about the hot pterodactyls being on centauri earth didn't cross my mind so thanks oh it was the first thing first thing that popped into my mind was hot pterodactyl boyfriend i was like oh god (laughs) oh god somebody's nose is gonna get purpled (sighs) And there's going to be... Don't warn me to expect anything, but I didn't expect this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Sorry, not sorry. Let's have another question. Yes, indeed. (laughs) This one's not so terrible. But who the hell knows where it's going to lead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm always going to spell terrible with a P now. Okay. Um, would you rather be a keeper, a shipper, a feeder, or a recorder? Oh, also leader. I think we included leader the last time. Yeah, we did. I mean, I think the obvious answer here is keeper, because then you're you get to keep your own mind, and you get your own library, and most people just leave you alone, and that's kind of ideal. Mm. Yeah. Didn't think about that one. Yeah. We picked recorder. We went to books. Yeah, yeah, we went. We went to recorder. Recorder's Look, just, good too. Yeah, yeah. I just like Orion. Melted or not, I just I like Orion. Yeah, I would do keeper, recorder, maybe maybe recorder. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. See, that one wasn't the terrible. No, not the terrible at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy it's not me to blame. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, this one's this one is but terrible. Oh yes. Would you rather go down to Centauri Earth, even though there are monsters there, that all the military weapons you possess aren't powerful enough powerful enough to kill, or stay on Godspeed, even though most of the ship is destroyed, food supplies are low, and quality of life is poor probably really stinky 
Oh yeah, definitely stinky. No, I, I don't think that's a hard one at all. I'm going to, to the earth, to the planet. Even with the monsters? And I mean, the hot pterodactyl boyfriends. And the hot they, Yeah, they could become hot pterodactyl boyfriends at any time. We don't know. That's true. Maybe Dixon could take a turn for the sequel. I mean, we just don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is going to be the fanfic of the week on all it this. It is. It is. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would definitely risk that because, I mean, you could maybe survive. But it's who knows how long you could last on Godspeed? Because they say maybe, maybe generations, maybe. maybe. Why didn't they check the engines and everything before they left? I was, I was raging. They're like, oh, we left the next day and we forgot to check to make sure the engines were okay. And this was okay. We just left. It's like, <sighs> really, but terrible. <laughs> Truly, but terrible. So, but terrible. Um. I'm definitely going to Centauri Earth, too. I mean, yeah. why, why, why would you say on Godspeed? Why? And does it smell yeah. bad? Because, like, most high school smell bad, you know. Teenagers... Have to have. That's a lot of recycled air. And also a lot of recycled water. And recycled people. And, and, yeah, well, there's that, too. You can't tell me not drinking their own pee. Oh, they're definitely drinking their own pee. Barty started and it. And confirm. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me here first, folks. I actually did a lot of research on that. And I had, um, I, I think it got cut out in the final draft, but there was a water recycler. And they're like, oh, it goes in yellow and it comes out clear. And I'm like, yeah, that's not water recyclers work. Um, but I think that did get cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't recall that happening. I feel like it would have... They, they were definitely drinking their own pee. Excellent. Yeah. I don't want to drink my own pee. I'm definitely no. not staying on God's I think that's now. a good standard of quality of life. Don't drink your own pee. Don't drink your own pee. Yep. <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Would you rather kill all the inhabitants on the planet you've landed on and claim it as your own or try for a peaceful cohabitation even when some of the beings there try to kill you i mean in general i try to avoid genocide so i'm gonna <laughs> feel like this is a good way of life i've made solid life choices so i'm gonna go with the not murdering option but you but you were just excited about murdering all your students. Not even five minutes ago, you were murdering them all. I mean, yes. <laughs> but that, <laughs> but hey, I do feel was... it important to say it was fictional. Right. Most of those were voluntary as well. They wanted to be they were. murdered in vicious, terrible ways. Right. They, they, they signed up for it. And they knew exactly what they were signing up for. And they were competing to make more and more terrible deaths. So that's, that's on them, mean. not me. Okay. Yeah. Plausible deniability is is, is there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't stand up any court, but you know, it'll stand up with a fictional court. <laughs> and it's all fictional. It's fine. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I would definitely not commit genocide on the planet, <laughs> especially because you don't know. And yes, yeah, some of them might kill you, but some of your own people might kill you too. That's true, because some of your own people are really shitty. Oh yeah, they are. Ugh. And also, you know, they've only they've only seen a very small portion 
mm-hmm. of the planet. You know, like what's going on on the other side? Very exactly. Trees. More mining zombies. Mining or just a nice Bora Bora type island <laughs> with a tiki bar. You never know. It, wait, is it a tiki bar or is it a patiki bar? It's a patiki bar <laughs> with a um, coconut cocktail with the with the um, little umbrellas served to drinks. you by hot pterodactyl boyfriends. By hot pterodactyl boyfriends. We've all. You, it, it's like those car. It's like cartoons and movies and things. You know when the, the people get dropped on the desert island. It's like I need food. I need water. It's like just go at the the resort. Just right. down the beach. It's all inclusive. It's just right there. Claire, what are you doing on this one? I'm not committing genocide either because it's, it's kind of like in my list of things not to do in my life. You know, don't right. kill your parents, don't commit fraud, don't commit genocide. Yeah. Don't be a garbage person. Don't be a garbage person. Rule number yeah. one. Genocide kind genocide. of fits in the it really does. garbage person. Yeah persona and i try i try and avoid that as much as possible yeah don't be a garbage person really covers a lot of bases Mm, mm, it does yeah it does it does yeah i mean i guess i can't commit genocide now that you both said that you're not going to commit genocide i guess i can't peer pressure gets the genocide (laughs) if if you want to commit genocide you go for it don't let us stop you it's not like you're killing us well, unless, unless you've been I've read enough why to say maybe we should stop the genocide anyway. Probably. I yeah. mean, probably. This, this is a villain origin story here. I am always the villain, though. There you go. You're the one who's looked at genocide as an option. So, yeah, <laughs> you are the villain. <laughs> I am. I am. This wouldn't be a lovable asshole kind of villain, though. I mean, you know, you've got a lot of blood in your hands after this. That's true. Yeah. Don't let that stop you, though. <laughs> Lean into your Slytherin self. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. But I really don't want to commit genocide. <laughs> you don't. could just it's enslave everybody. Okay. I could. I could. Still a villain. It's fine. Cool. Okay. Still a villain. Yeah. Cool. Done. Fine. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you're a garbage person. <laughs> It's fine. (sighs) Last question, right? The last Last would you rather. Wow. Would you rather be Elder or Amy? Hmm. I don't know. I think I flip flop on that one a lot. I would probably pick Amy. I mean, she is like a superhuman at the end. Yeah, and that's not too bad to live with. No. If and no real responsibility. She, she might be Centauri Earth's ass. I just really want to give it to Elder, though. I just love Elder. And I love Orion, and they're basically, you know, they're, they're clones. It's fine. I can love both I mean, of them. They are the same. Yeah. What about you? Are you being Elder or Amy? That's a tough question because really, I really love Elder. So you've got to be Amy to love Elder. That's true. If you love Elder, you can be Amy and then love Elder. That's true. 
and have Centauri Earth's ass and superpowers. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, really, I guess it's probably down to the superpowers. Because why wouldn't you want to have superpowers? And cool, weird-looking eyes. You know, why why wouldn't you want that? That can see in the dark. Yeah. That's cool. It's really cool. I've already sold on being Amy, so, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not Amy. And you get to be a redhead. That's true. That is nice. That is a selling fact. I was thinking that. I probably wouldn't want to be Amy, you know, like, in books one or two. Oh, she's such a jerk in book two. <laughs> yeah, you you pretty much hated her guts out in book two. Oh my oh. god, so frustrated. <laughs> I must have sent so many messages going, bloody Amy! She's so selfish! <laughs> He's trying to save the freaking shit. People are dying, Amy. You can solve the fucking clues on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's read the little prince together, Elder. No! <laughs> Food! No. People are literally <laughs> at our feet, Amy, dead. There's a girl dead in the paddy field, and you just want to go to the recorder hall and look for frickin' clues, and there's a dead girl in front of you. Priority someone woman. Is, someone is putting med patches on people, making everyone believe it's me. Please, you go find your own clues. People are being murdered. I mean, she just really liked Elder. (laughs) She did. Oh, she did. Yes, there is that. But also, really selfish and booked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad there's character growth. (laughs) So glad she turns into a superhuman at the end. Well, it's when she goes in book three, she's like, I wanted Elder to be there when I woke up after sniffing the flower. And then she's like, oh, actually, it's probably all right that he wasn't there. It's just, you know, oh, it's just because I like him. That's why I wanted him there. But it's okay, because he's sorting out the people. It's like, yay, realisation, character growth. I'm so happy now. (laughs) We love character growth. We do. Yes. And we love communication. Yes. That's one of the things I like about Elder and Amy. Apart from Amy not telling Elder about Luther's attack, they've got a very open and truthful and honest relationship. Yes. The talk. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a big pet peeve of mine when characters could solve the problem if they just talked. Yes. Us too. You should yeah. listen to literally all of our episodes. I feel like we yell about that at least every other one. <laughs> yeah. lack of it's a hard line to keep because it's so easy if you could just not have them talk but then i think it's too easy to not have them talk and then that that's what generates the conflict yeah how do you get the conflict but they've actually had that communication that's much more difficult to do and you do it in these books so yeah yeah thank y'all <laughs> oh man okay so no more would you rather we're done with would you rather and it was not as terrible as we thought it was going to be so <laughs> it had potential though the answers are all really obvious. <laughs> Maybe I have unpopular opinions. Well, you didn't go for genocide, so that's probably a popular opinion. <laughs> I would hope so. God, that's not one for Pauling. I don't need to know the answer to that one. Nope, nope. That one will definitely get blocked on TikTok. <laughs> okay, so non-would-you-rather question time. 
I always do background info before every episode, and I read really, really, really old interviews. And long, long ago, you said that Across the Universe was going to be one book, but with the same Mm -hmm. ending. And how in the world would that have been possible? What I was listened it? to your other podcast where you guys you you mentioned this from the interview and, and you were just flailing and like it would have been exactly the same. I would have just not answered it and left you hanging. <laughs> if you guys are not Patreon subscribers, now is a perfect time to be a Patreon subscriber and see their shocked faces. <laughs> oh yeah. man. I would have just left every single cold. thread hanging. Well, it's it's kind of like, I really liked Firefly at the time. And Shepard Book has the thing when um, Captain Mao says something like, one day you're going to have to tell me your yes. background history. And Shepard Book goes, no, I don't. And then he doesn't. And, and then, <laughs> you know, there's spoilers. But So I kind of like that. I was like, I don't have to answer everything. You don't need to know everything. And then my How? agent was like, yes, but people will hate you. And I don't like being hated. <laughs> How dare you use Firefly against us? How dare you? Bravo. <laughs> Can't help but respect but it's that. True. You never, well, you do actually find out about uh, Shepard Book if you read the comics, but. Yeah. Yes, but I think he's kind of like the Joker in the respect of that could be his history, but is it? And I'm fine with that. Because I actually mm. really don't like those comics. Yeah. I have issues with them. Partly because I liked that you don't know. Yes. It was a question that didn't need an answer. Yes. That's a, that, that could be said for a lot of things, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I sometimes like a book that doesn't have a happy ending. Like, I almost, almost thought that, like, it would have been okay if we didn't find Elder at the end. Like, because, you know, it doesn't always have to, to end well. But I'm glad that we found Elder at the end because I love him so much. That was the thing I had to fight for because my editor at the time very much wanted them to stay dead. I would have been okay with that. I mean, I would have like violently hated it, but in a good way. No, I I fought for that one. I was like, no, he absolutely has to make it at the end. There was, there was never a question in my mind that he was going to make it. But it is funny when I get like, tweets from readers and I can tell exactly where they are in the book and they're like I hate you how dare you and I'll just send a tweet back like please keep reading (laughs) and then then they keep reading and then like an hour later they're like okay I don't hate you (laughs) I keep my hate tweets until I finish the series and then you know you've got good grounding on what I don't send hate tweets and don't tag authors into bad reviews people no oh my gosh yikes don't do that um, I really, I really liked the last chapters, though. When, especially in the audiobook, you know, we're big audiobook fans, and I love the the last chapters. You know, where Elder's not there, but still, it's the male, ma- the male voice saying, you know, mm-hmm. like chapter seventy eight, and then it's just nothing, and you're like, oh, where is he? Is he dead? <laughs> Stop! I didn't it. know they did that. I've never heard my own audiobook. <laughs> They're good. It's really good. The yeah. CPR scene in the CPR scene after was the, amazing. The space in book two. Wow. Yeah. 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 Maybe I should do it. I just I tried for the first five minutes of Across the Universe, and I I even got to pick out the voice actors, and um they just didn't match my head, and it 
weirded me out. I think they changed. They changed they for change books it. two and three. Go. So and yeah. you know, books two and three were they they were they were better. The audio was better. Because Elder had like his his accent, he did a really good job with the accent. I feel okay. badly because I don't know the narrator's name off the top of my head and we typically try to do that. But yeah, it was it was good. And that scene with all it was was just like the CPR. Oh, so good. It was very good. Yay. I mean, due to good writing, but, you know. What? What about us? Those quiet scenes where, you know, something quite simple is being said or happening. There's not a lot of going on. It's just that one thing. And you can just imagine the two characters in the dark. And when you hear it in audio, and especially because I tend to listen at night. And it's like really kind of closed in. You're kind of, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's really good. I, I kind of half expected Elder to be out of the picture for a while after that scene, to be fair. Like, unconscious, not dead, but just at least unconscious and taken out of the picture while Barty and his rebellion kind of explodes in the background. In literal and figurative sense. <laughs> that that one, I uh, I had to do some interesting research for that scene because nobody in NASA has ever done something like that. And so I, I was trying to figure out, like, how far could I push a body before it would just not... you Because you're talking about when he left the ship, right? Yeah. Are you sure I'm on the same page? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. NASA had never had a spacesuit malfunction, and I didn't know how far I could push a body that went through that. But fortunately, Russia kept really good records of all the ways they tortured their men. And the cosmonauts did have cases of spacesuit malfunctions. And so I had to use... I had to get a Russian translator and help me figure out... Uh, how the cosmonauts um, survived or didn't during those experiments. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. But that, that part is very scientifically accurate. Thanks uh. to Russia. Oh, something else that I really love that was scientifically accurate, and I mention it in A Million Suns in that episode. I love at the very beginning, it's one of my favorite scenes where they're like, well, we're stopped, but... That's not how science works, so we don't really know what's going on. Like, we don't know why we're stopped, but that's not how science works. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you for saying that, <laughs> because, yes, if the engine stopped, they would just keep going. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't just stop. So just thanks. Thanks for that. It was one You're of my welcome. favorite things. Mm. This is so it. few people it's pick up on that in Across Universe. With a twist. <sighs> This is why it's good sci-fi, because you can see the reality of it, but then the turn it two notches and it's uncomfortable and I don't like it, but it's perfect sci-fi. <laughs> Following on from that, Amanda, though, we did have a conversation about the bodies in space. The, yes, if they're stopped in space, aren't those bodies just kind of hanging out? We were talking about, like, based on the... Rotation and revolution of the planet around the suns, like maybe they're in a different place, but wouldn't they just be hanging out there and like? Well, there's because the other option is there's gravitational pull, so they and... so they do explode. The the explosive decompression would have them like their bodies would shoot out like projectiles, but they are technically close enough to the planet that there could have been an interesting meteor shower. <laughs> the meteor shower of yes. corpses. Very All the children. Thank you, Storybots. Thank you for teaching me gravitational pull and how the dead body, the 
I mean, they don't talk about dead bodies. It's a kids' TV program. But how this stuff works? Yes. <laughs> it's not for sure that they would be sucked down because a human body is relatively light. Right. This is but part of the conversation that we had. It would depend on where the de- explosive decompression pushed them. If it pushed them towards the planet, they would have a meteor shower. If, if it pushed them away from it, they wouldn't. But it would happen eventually because the rotation of the body going around the planet, it can only go around so far before the gravitational pull would eventually suck it down. And then, yes, the, the dead body meteor shower would happen. Not well, But they would meteor. definitely burn up all the way in the atmosphere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. yeah. They, would, they would be a shooting star. Make Aww. a wish. <laughs> Make a wish on Luther's corpse. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, and Luther. Hate Luther. What a dick. He's the worst. Who's worse though? Luther or the Colonel? Luther. Luther, because of the because attempted of his... rape and actual rape? Yeah. Because because of the intent. Because the Colonel at least thought he was doing good and trying to help his people even if he was terrible about it and luther was just he was just terrible walking around with <laughs> <laughs> it's a four letter word we'll make it a five letter word it begins with a p something to do with next tuesday wait what i'm not following well if we're adding p's onto everything p c u n Oh, I see. Oh, I see. They're, Can I just say they're, it? They're pecunts. The pecunts. <laughs> That's a really delicious word to say. <laughs> it is. Especially when you add the P to the front of it. Yeah. And every cunt needs P. <laughs> what the hell is happening right now? We need to talk know. about something. We need to talk about something else. What? Drugs in the water. <laughs> Oh no! And oh no! And then you have to drink your own pee. Um, oh. Mm-mm. What are Elder and Amy up to right now on Centauri Earth? Uh, so the thing about that is, is there is a chance that I would one day write a sequel, and they would have a child, and um, they would they would have lived their life. And it would be peaceful. Like the the adventure side of their story is done. So they would have, you know, a peaceful, happy life and build a city that's not full of terror and genocide. And everybody would be getting along. And Elder's probably the mayor. And things Aww. worked out. Oh, nice. That sounds far too happy. I've read these books. This These books are terrible. These books put three people, people through the gauntlet. It's all horrible, all terror, all the time. Well, the reason why there's not That's another book is because that, the, the bad stuff is over now. And nobody wants to read about happy people, so. That's true. Mm. Well, what the, what's what's Barty up to? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to box myself in too much, but I would say he has, like, a guitar and he's kind of a loner and he's like a town bard. Okay. He's opened his yeah. diner. Oh well, yes, we talk. We talk about him having. What did two. we call? What did we call his milkshake? It, it, it was Barty's Rebellion. But yes, Barty's Rebellion, and, the milkshake. Yeah, and it's a diner, and he has the kind of like you have the alcoholic milkshakes with the plastic ice cubes with the light up thing, lights on the inside. I think you would like that. Yeah. What did we call? Oh, and and the the the, the that cocktail is called um, 
the the uh, vexing shite. I thought we just called it Barty's Rebellion, but then yeah, no, I'll, but I'll... then maybe we went back and called it the vexing shite. I may have expanded on it in the small break that we took. It's hard to say. It's hard to say <laughs> where a, these I've, threads I, go. In in my brain, I've even got his logo and everything. Yeah. Form of the flex of the the, the, the freaking shite cocktail. I like it. Yeah, and it's a space theme, obviously. But it's made. Oh, that reminds me. That's a question that we were supposed to ask, Claire. It, yes. Because because of the the milkshake is made with you know the cows that moosequeak. What does that sound like? What do the weird cows sound like with the mushroom horns? They sound like drunk wookies. Can you make that sound? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because <laughs> that's the kind of clip that, that will get everywhere. <laughs> it wouldn't, honest. Oh, what? No, no. We wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. No, no, don't. just just get Chewbacca like really drunk, and then just ask him to cuss a lot, and that's what the cow film was. <laughs> the audio book does do a funny job of it because it, it kind of like she, she reads it out, and you kind of go, "What? What? Okay." You really should listen to the audio books; they're good. You would not I be sh- upset with them. I have also never been able to even reread. One of the books. Once this in print, it's like it's dead to me, and I I don't reread them or re-listen or anything, which has gotten me in trouble before. Because <laughs> things change in edits. So there was a I had a clue in Across the Universe with a, the doors to the um, the third level had had this like big base relief carving in it and I cut them in the edits and forgot that I cut them and then built a plot line about them in the second book and my editor was like hey you get to rewrite this because you cut that detail it would have helped if I had reread my books but I didn't even learn then so I still don't do it (laughs) this Um, is why you get a fan base to basically do the wiki for you yeah oh I can see why George R.R. Martin has trouble keeping up with details like at least now I can do like I can bring up the electric files, uh, electronic files, and do like a search for the mm. eye color or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Oh, Control F is my favorite function. It's necessary. Really good. It's really good. <laughs> um, so another another interview that um, that we read mentioned you mentioned that a million sons went through like so many revisions and it was like three hundred thousand words. What was the original story? The first one that, that the beta readers hated. What was it? Wait, of a million sons? Mm-hmm. Like which one's all the best? I had to rewrite that that a lot. I also had to rewrite Shades of Earth a lot. Um, I I have no idea. It was it was partly the puzzles and figuring out the puzzles and how to get those all worked out. Mm-hmm. And then I did have like some clues from the first book that got cut and had to rewrite all those. So that that was a good good time. Um <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, I don't terrible. remember that as much. It, it was, it was, it was absolutely horrific, and I blocked it out um, entirely. Like my mind is, it's just a smooth blank slate on that one. Um, I did rewrite everything in Shades of Earth after Chapter Three, like one hundred percent different planet, different monsters, different everything. What were the monsters? So uh, I think I had more like plant based 
Ooh. things um and the tarots weren't there are not like in the same same fashion and the hybrids were not there at all um so it was it was a lot of wow wow yeah yeah you hear the ache in my soul that was real <laughs> yeah mm. yeah um, plant-based monsters remind me of the uh the, the trees pioneer yeah. that's a uh-huh. Have you Choose read the, the Pioneer, Pioneer by Bridget Tyler? No. The Pioneer and the Survivor. There's plant monsters in there. Plant aliens. You'd probably like it. It's pretty good. And bubbles of death. Yeah. It's another one mm. of our it's another one of our uh, favorite sci fi's that's like, ah, oh, it's good space sci fi. Excellent. So People keep being killed. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Space horror. Yes. Space horror <laughs> murders in space. It's fantastic. Oh, man. Claire, do you want to ask any questions? Yes, sci-fi. We're talking about sci-fi, actually. We are. So, what's your favourite kind to write? What are your influences and inspirations in sci-fi? Um, I think my earliest influences were definitely all film. Uh, Star Wars and Firefly, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit later. I got into Doctor Who a little later than that. Although it feels like I've been in Doctor Who for a while. Um, but but those sort of character-driven ones. Because when I first started writing Across the Universe, I was really concerned. Because like, my husband's a really big sci-fi reader, but he likes hard sci-fi. He likes the kind of sci-fi where there's like three chapters detailing the engine. Mm. And that feels like math homework to me. <laughs> Just cannot. And so when I, I had the idea for Across the Universe, I was like, I think it should be a sci-fi. But I don't know how to make engines and... I'm not in NASA and I don't understand any of this. And then he, he kind of reminded me that like, I actually really love star Wars and Firefly and things like that. And since then I found more in book form and I think mm-hmm. there's a lot more coming and a lot more since then, but yeah. Cause you have written for star Wars as well, which I was very excited about. So yes, yes. We, we were it talking about uh, Rebel Rising and we're like, oh, Star Wars, we need more Star Wars. And our lives might have to do a Star Wars month. I really year. think that we should. As much as we both yeah. like Star Wars and like we haven't read any Star Wars books, so we need to do it. I have a oh, lot you of should, Star Wars you should totally. Do, There's yeah. so many good ones. Like I love, um, if you like Clone Wars, definitely read Ahsoka. But I need I to read the Ahsoka books. I'm desperate to read those. God. You've got to read E.K. Johnson's Ahsoka um, with with Clone, especially if you like Clone Wars. Like you can read it if you don't like Clone Wars, but if you really like Clone Wars, like it's just Chef's Kiss perfection. Um, but I think the best one to start with, other than that, is Claudia Gray's um, Lost Stars because it, mm-hmm. it tells the background stories that are happening during the original trilogy. Oh, so nice. you have the original trilogy bring you in, and then all these new storylines that you never saw coming. That yeah. Was fun. But I'm really excited to read yours because I really like Jenner, so. Like, so Oh, yes. Much. Also, please read my Star Wars book. Yes. <laughs> yes, read of all course. of theirs, but also read mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that was so much fun to write. And I, I love Jenner, so. And it was such a good thing to to have really loved Rogue One because I really love Rogue One. Oh, I haven't died. How can I not love it? Well, exactly. That's so what we were good. saying. It's such, yes. such it's a self-contained book. You don't need like movie as well. You do, you don't need to watch it. I mean, it helps to watch other things, but you don't need to. And it's just so nice to have the characters all there and then all die. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. 
There's a TV oh, series coming out though. Before, but that takes place before. Yes. Yeah. Well, the otherwise it's zombies. And that's Death Troopers, and Death Troopers is good, but it's cheesy and it's not the best, but it's fun. Hmm. What's your favorite what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Um so Rogue One is definitely up there, but Return of the Jedi. It's, oh, Return of the Jedi. Is like it's just it's so dear to my heart. Like the little mm-hmm. Ewoks and yeah. everything awesome happens. I love it. Everybody says Empire, but they're all wrong. It's it's Return. I like Return. I, I yeah. think if you've watched Return at a certain age because of the Ewoks, it sticks with you more. Mm-hmm. And the older mm-hmm. you are, the more you, you, you it's difficult to gel with the Ewok. Yeah. I yeah. love the Ewok cartoon. But what about the re release? where Anakin was drawn in with a crayon. <laughs> because that's awful. That was the worst P- PNG file ever uploaded or ordered to anything. Do you wish they had gotten the blend tool out a little? Like, just a little blend with Photoshop would have helped. It's actually okay that they put the young Anakin in there, though, because I think for people who see it now, who like, who've never seen it before, I think they it makes more sense to them. But. Yeah. But a little blend tool would have helped. Man, everything that they added to those re-releases are so bad. It makes me want See, to die. This, you're right. I mean, the thing is, though, with Star Wars, you need to learn. You need to know when to stop adding in and making the changes. The the thing that I couldn't get with it is episodes. Right, we we know episode four, five, and six, the uh, the original three, mm-hmm. and they were made in the seventies. And then episodes one, two, three released so many years later. The technology, that was the problem I had. The technology was quite clearly not trying to mirror what it was going to turn into. But when you've got, um, like, The Mandalorian is a perfect example of them saying, right, this is the technology that they had. And it was quite clearly done on little PCs that only do black and green and nothing else so let's mirror that and you can mm-hmm. see them going to the attention to detail that I'm afraid George Lucas lost in episodes 1, 2 and 3 because yeah. he never had CGI and he's like oh look at what I can do and I can understand now, now add all I can the CGI. never forgive yes and I can't forgive anybody for Jar Jar Binks I'm sorry if anybody likes Jar Jar Binks but you're wrong I can't forgive you. No. It, it, it's just nasty. I I will say the only thing about Jar Jar Binks that I like um, was kind of solved in Chuck Wendig's novels. And I can't remember which of the three has Jar Jar in it. I say the first or the third one, I think. And watch it be the second one because I said it's the first or the third. But <laughs> you, see, you see Jar Jar for like half a page and it kind of resolves. And I'm like, okay, I'm at peace with Jar Jar existing now. Well, now we have to read that. <laughs> I haven't read that. I've read some Chuck Wendig, but I've not actually read his Star Wars ones. He's very good. Yeah, okay. Mm, okay. You know, I really like also... Solo. Solo's unsung. It's I fun. It. it needs more story to it, though. It was yeah. left hanging too much. It needs a bit more story. I just mm. want Envy's Nest. Just a lot of Envy's Nest. Hmm. I need to watch the movies again and the TV shows again. <laughs> yeah, I need. I do enjoy Clone Wars. What did you you enjoy? What 
Clone. I do enjoy Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. I thought you said. I thought you said hormones. I really enjoy hormones. <laughs> like well. what? Where hey, that? they have their use. <laughs> they do, <laughs> especially during the season. <laughs> Bring it full circle back on topic. Yep. <laughs> Hey, we never promise to keep on topic. No, I we, we, we can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. I feel like we could talk Star Wars for forever. And we will. Oh, when... don't even get started on Firefly either. Right. But, you know, there's not a, there's not as much Firefly, yeah. unfortunately, as there are Star Wars. So. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, um, a, a couple of months ago, I when I still lived in Seattle, I went to a Comic-Con and Sam Witwer was there and he was talking about like every, you know, all of the voices that he does for Star Wars. And really, I was just like, I was there for Sam Witwer as Aiden from um, Being Human. But then just listening to him talk about being like every voice of the dark side, it was amazing. Yeah. And he's then on the other side is Alan Tudyk doing all the other voices because he's in everything. Yeah. And he's a firefly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Sam is much better to look at. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, he doesn't have to talk, but he can. He can. Oh, but he is so pretty, especially in real life. I'm envious um, of you. She's gone. Okay. Oh, it's good. It's good. I feel like we've gone down that Jake Abel hole we went down a few months ago. I again. know. We got really obsessed with Jake Abel. I had a dream about Jake Abel the other night, and we invited him on the podcast, and like he was going to do it, but we were also at like a party, and he was there, and he was only five feet tall. <laughs> it was a weird dream. That was like two nights ago. I meant to tell you about it, Claire, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry okay. that that was literally out of nowhere but I had to talk about it because he was only five feet tall and it was weird it's not the only weird author dream we've ever had but that's fine that's fine that's fine <laughs> now we're gonna have weird Beth Revis dreams we can only hope we can only just hope just keep the pterodactyls out of it <laughs> hey nope. if you end up with a pterodactyl boyfriend it's all your own fault it is it really is Oh, um, okay. So now, after all of whatever the hell it was that we were just talking about, tell us about your project on Kindle Vela, or however you say it. Tell us all about it, because I haven't read any of it, but I read your tweets about it, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to read this. Why am I not reading this yet? So You should totally read it. Um, I know, I want to. It, well, it's a serialization, and the thing about it is if you read now, you can vote for how the story is going to ultimately end. So if you mm-hmm. wait, you don't get to choose the ending. I know, Because I know. There's, I'm only going to write one. <laughs> um, but it's a serial of a fantasy. It's a high fantasy um, that really examines, like, the politics of a court. Like, the main character is a princess, but it's not, like, a Disney princess. It's, like, a political Princess Leia princess who's actually doing things. And, um, and also, there's monsters that are giant birds that like to eat people. Yes. So those are your two elements. You got a royal court and giant birds that are going to eat you. Yes. And um, oh, there's a, a wall, and that the wall magically keeps the birds out, but the wall is breaking. And part of the plot is figuring out why the wall is breaking and how to fix the wall, and um, the way it's going to end. There's there's three different possible endings. 
Uh, one is a happy ending, one is a very tragic ending, and one is kind of middle of the road. And I am slowly taking votes as the serial goes on. And and it's not like, do you want the happy ending? It's like, do you trust this character? Do you trust this character? And based on what people say, it's going to add up to the end. And right now, it's, it's neck and neck between happy and tragic. So oh my God. I, don't, I honestly don't know how it's going to end. I got to start reading it now so I can force it to the terrible ending. I love terrible <laughs> endings. The terrible ending would be the easiest to write. So I am actually very in favor of this because it's going to be hard to give them a happy ending. Um, because I, the only thing set in stone, uh, there's one character's death that has to happen. There's one character's choice that has to happen. And then the magic system is is there like i'm not changing changing the rules of the magic and the history um but everything else like whether or not the side characters are good or evil which character the princess ends up choosing to like cast her fate with um who lives and who dies uh, aside from those two characters it's all open and uh, the votes are gearing up now because it took me a while to kind of establish the story but now now we're here so it's weekly votes and they're all going to add up to one ending or another by the end of October. So when this goes out, the ending mm -hmm. will have been voted on. <gasps> yes. Oh. Do you think so? <laughs> I mean, it's just coming out like in a couple of weeks. It is. It is. I, I am. It's weekly votes, though. It's true. It's weekly votes, um, and there's only been two votes that influenced the end because there have been a couple other votes where people could pick side stories like one vote was do you want a map or do you want a, a history book chapter and they voted for the history book chapter because of course they did because that was harder <laughs> and um the next the one that's currently going on is do you want the background of one of three characters and those three characters are all in flux so if you read their background that might influence the next vote which is do you trust that character and do you like them? Or do you think Sign is the princess? Do you think she should trust them? And it's all, there's also a major like, death coming next week. So it's all- It's like a fighting fantasy book. book to the nth degree. This is amazing. It's like choose it's your own adventure. It's not to the nth degree because my next one is going to be a choose your own adventure to the nth degree. I'm going to write that one a chapter at a time using a combination of voting, dice rolls, and tarot cards. Oh my God. Yes! I'm yes! super excited to do it. Yes! yes! <laughs> I have a Patreon now and I'm showing the behind the scenes of how I'm organizing it. So the first character has already been done with a D&D &D character sheet and dice rolls. And you can hear the panic in my voice because the dice rolls did not go the way I wanted them to. Oh my God. <laughs> the, the, Why do my D20 have to be downstairs? <laughs> I need my dice. Yes. Um, no, that one is going to be another thing. I'm picking it up as soon as Blood and Feathers ends because Blood and Feathers was more planned so I could do it a lot faster. But this one is going to be uh, picked up right after and it starts, I've done the character sheet and I need, it's based loosely on Evie from The Mummy, except yeah. she's in a museum where magic things are real. Oh my God. <laughs> so I've got that much figured out and I've really needed like a very smart bookworm and I did my roles and she's like super strong and dexterous and just an idiot. <laughs> I, got, I got twos for her intelligence and I'm like, well, I'm going to have to change this. So now Evie's a himbo and I just... <laughs> But the whole thing, the whole thing, every chapter is going to be uh, done live 
on a video on Sunday, I'm going to do the dice rolls and show you like the setup. It's going to be like an interactive D&D campaign. And then I write the chapter of the book by the end of the week and then we do it again. So. Oh my gosh. I want to play. You absolutely can. Um, the planning part of it has already started and then it should be picking up by November, I think. Oh, and Blood so and Thunder should be over by the end of October. It, it might go into, no- it depends on the votes. It might go into November, but wherever that goes. So yeah. Cool. It's so exciting. Yeah, I know. It really is really kind of interesting. Oh, it's amazing. <gasps> I'm totally nerding out over D&D at the moment as well, like watching playthroughs and listening to podcasts and all that wonderful stuff. And I just I just want to get back into playing RPGs so badly. It Part of this came about... Oh, I have it here. Because I got into D&D right before the pandemic and my husband got me the cutest little dice bag. And it's a dragon with a bag of gold and then it opens up and then the dice are inside oh my god i was like i got all the pretty dice they're even holographic and then the pandemic hit and i couldn't play with them so now i came up with a way to do a story where i could play with literally everybody on the internet and and we're writing a story out of it oh my gosh that's the coolest thing ever (laughs) that is amazing i'm really excited i'm I'm nervous as hell like i don't know how it's gonna work but i'm excited it'll be fun it'll be really really fun I keep telling myself that in between the anxiety. <laughs> We're on board. The, the, well, We're you've got two here. You've got two on board right. here. And <laughs> books and, and more books and dice and D&D and character sheets. And oh my God, what's the wisdom modifier? Please say there's a wisdom modifier. I, I, I would have to get the sheets, but I think it's okay. It was so bad. <laughs> She's so dumb. Do you know what? Do you, do you know what you do? You need char- you need charisma. That's the main thing. She because does the have of charisma. charisma yeah. Rules you end up having to do is crazy. And <laughs> what you forget, people forget with D and D, the rules are there, but they're not set in stone rules. Right. As the DM, it's your world. You can help change yeah. it. And the biggest rule is never get anybody ever to roll a dice if you don't want them to fail. Because if you it's want true. them to fail, it's true. if you don't want them to fail and they roll a crit one and they're gonna die, well, that, that's on the DM's head. So if you don't want yep. to, if you don't want it to happen, don't get in the roll. Just let it happen. Or roll the, from an overall effect. Yeah, I mean, my girl also got like a natural twenty on her armor, so I think she's <gasps> she's gonna be okay. But I am gonna introduce another character who I'm gonna roll for uh, probably in two weeks, and. Um, he does not have either real armor or plot armor. So we'll have to see how that goes. Oh, man. I'm kind of hoping for a bard. <laughs> just wanders around behind her with a lute. Like, and just sings the tune. As long as he's smart, does. because my girl's like... going to be walking around oblivious. And I need him to be like, hey, hey, look at this thing over here. It's on oh fire. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love how There's dumb fire. she is. I think that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so It's going to be fun, I say. Full of Just terror. But it's going to be fun. Huh? What? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's I love amazing. It. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. It takes some yeah. of the... I mean, it's scary, but it takes some of the onus away from... Like, mm-hmm. you're letting the fate and the people decide. It's like, well, yeah. I've got to write it. But that, that's the hard part. But you guys mm-hmm. have got to decide what happens. So if everybody dies, it's not on me. Hey. Oh yeah. All no, I, it's it's gonna. I'm gonna set up the the choices. Like, I think from the start, it's gonna be like, does she go left or right? 
and it's going to be as simple as and like as open as that and we'll have to figure it out from there so where can people find this tell us Um, exactly the planning part of it all of your stuff yeah, uh, the planning part of this, the Magic Museum, is on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/BethRevis, um, and Blood and Feathers is also there, as well as more in-depth um, author notes and backgrounds on every chapter. So if you're a writer in particular, that's where you want to be. Um, if you are just a reader and you don't care about how the chapters are done, you can read it on Kindle Vella, um, and it's just Kindle. You can look up Blood and Feathers, Beth Revis, and it's right there. Awesome. Excellent. Oh man! Excellent. Okay, we'll um try and make sure to um link everybody up on our socials as well. And now you are officially part of the fictional hangover family. It's true. We are you pretty are. much social media stalking you. Yeah. And okay. Tweet and do all of the necessary there as well. <laughs> I mean, but in a loving way, and not in yeah, a creepy. Yeah, I, I approve. I have absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been a fan since the beginning of Across the Universe. Like I read it as they i read them as they came out so i've awkwardly loved you for a long time i <laughs> love awkward love <laughs> great oh man so i love exciting. you but not as a creep <laughs> i mean i'm kind See, of a creep. Uh, my first encounter was the girl in the machine oh, that was when such we did a the good live. story we're back that was such a good story oh, i really screamed you. Yeah. I really yeah, screamed. I still can't remember because... why, why we were talking about boobs in that one. I don't know. I can't remember. Still <laughs> boobs in it. But it, we did it enough to make a t-shirt about it. So, But I think we made the t-shirt because you said you would buy one if we made one. So I'm pretty sure. I didn't know you made the t-shirt, but now I will buy one. <laughs> you, do have to, you do have to buy one. Okay. Fictional hangover. No er dot redbubble dot com. And then I'll have to listen to the episode again because I don't remember where. Yeah, that... I don't remember I don't what remember... it is. Either. I don't. I just know I complain about my boobs all the time, so it could be in anything. Yeah, but I mean, why would we have shouted "damn you boobs"? I don't. I don't remember. Maybe it was something where he that got him distracted enough. Maybe. Her. I don't know. Because man, Franklin was a shit bag. Oh yeah, he totally was. Yeah. You. I was based on us. Well, it was based on the um, the book, The Time Traveler's Wife. Mm. And I like it was an okay book. But I just kept thinking, like, if a dirtbag had that ability, he wouldn't have been that good. And so then I wrote a dirtbag. Oh, he was the worst. Yeah. But he dies. Yeah. He's battery. He's battery. Mm. Yeah, he dies eventually after his all his life essence has been sucked out. I just what imagine dick. him being like shriveled up in there at the end. Oh yeah, like a raisin, like a mummy husk. Yeah, or a mummy <laughs> husk. And his mouth does like the big weird open thing from you know the mummy. Nice. Yeah. Yes, but he doesn't get a comeback because there's no book of the dead, book of the life, no. Evie. There's just too no, dumb to read there's it. There's no Anaxuna moon in this one. No. no, and Evie's too dumb to read it. So uh, now I want to watch. Now I want to watch the Mummy again. I, love I watched the Mummy last the mummy. week. Oh, I only so watched it last good. week. So good. I'm so excited. It really was good. Mostly the first one was the best, and then once it's once it crept into Scorpion King territory, that was real bad because he was also drawn in crayon, and that was. 
really bad. <laughs> CGI got got weird. It was it was weird. Well, when you don't have a budget and you've got to do CGI rock, this is what you get. Yeah. It's just nasty. Just nasty. Yeah. The kids were cute though. I liked the kids. I don't usually like when the love interests get kids, but I liked it in that one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cringed a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> That's probably enough. We've kept you long enough. <laughs> So, um, other than your Kindle Vela, where can everyone find you on social media? Um, I am on Instagram at Beth Revis, Twitter at Beth Revis, Facebook at Other Beth Revis, and TikTok at That Beth Revis. Nice. I didn't know you had a TikTok. I got a TikTok. I caved. Oh, man. I got to watch all the cute puppy videos. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't make an Amy TikTok because I have been trying to do the book character TikToks, but literally I almost drowned myself taking those Amy pictures. So, but that looked really realistic. It was very realistic. Thanks. It was yeah. fun, but yikes. And there was so yeah. much glitter in the water, but you couldn't see it. And it made me sad. Oh. So somebody, much glitter. Um, there was somebody who did one a while ago and she basically waterboarded herself. She was like, this was terrible. I was like, yes, this was not an instructional manual. You should not have copied this chapter. No. Yikes. This chapter, however. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you said that because I was like joking with my husband because he took the, you know, he took the pictures and I was like, so Jacob, what did you do on Thursday evening? I waterboarded my wife. (laughs) (laughs) At least you didn't put a cloth over your face with it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But like the tube, I kept breathing or I, like I kept getting bath water in my mouth. It was not good. At it least was... you were smart enough to use the tube. Yeah, I tried. But then something. I just it was choke on bath water and get bath water at my nose. But it was not so cold kids, water. Anybody either. listening, don't do this. <laughs> Drown yourself for the gram. It's not don't worth do it. it. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth but it. But it was a good picture. yourself for the gram. <laughs> Don't commit genocide. Don't be a garbage person. Don't drown yourself for the gram. Three lessons we've learned to do. Life advice. Yes, this is essential things that everybody should. I mean, that we're basically Oprah at this point, giving good advice. So. We really are. We really, really Amazing. are. Amazing. <laughs> the agony aunt section starts next week. <laughs> give us your terribleness, and we'll give them to you back. Excuse me, per terribleness. Per terribleness. <laughs> from now on okay thanks thank you for joining us we should let yeah, you go you now because yikes <laughs> sorry not sorry this is but... so much fun <laughs> i i be prepared for us to ask you back um when we do our star wars month because then we can yes. totally geek out and just talk about star wars for an hour yeah awesome down for it i mean obviously Right. Thank you very, yes, very thanks much again. for joining us. <laughs> yeah. We love you <laughs> probably too much. Me. And good luck with your um, D&D adventures. Yeah, I kind of are. I'm calling it interactive serials, but I mean, it's kind of also just D&D. It was yes. an excuse to play with dice. Yeah. Oh, it's so Always looking for that. Really excited. Perfect. All right. And for the end of Blood and Feathers, good luck yes. with that. Thanks. I have no idea because I kind of had hoped that the votes would make it clear and I could get a head start, but um, nope, nope. Everybody's right down the middle. <laughs> Can't go anyway. <laughs> Thanks, well, ambiguity. 
We'll try to influence it in the most terrible way, in the most terrible way possible. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Thanks so much. We really appreciate you. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs> So that's it for this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover. <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Claire. Join us next time as we discuss The Threat Below by Jason Latshaw. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise and become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. You can find us at fictionalhangover.com, follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover, and on Twitter at fictionalhangover.com. No ER. If you'd like this episode, check out our others and rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for our music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>